Welcome to American Education FM, everybody. I'm Dr. Sean Brooks. Okay, I wanted to go backwards to part two again and just briefly mention one particular thing that was brought up toward the end of part two that I actually didn't spend too much time on, and I, I listened to it again, and I thought, oh, i got to get back on here and mention this. It was too important. In fact, it sort of encompasses the entire thing. And I didn't include it in uh, part two and a half where the Q&A was happening. So again, this particular section occurred at the end of part two, toward the end of part two, where Dr. Jeffries took that took his very first question. And it was from a, uh, a black female teacher who was wearing a mask, and it's where I say, take the mask off. Because she's wearing a mask, and I, I don't know why. And so her first question, she says, if you go back and listen to it, she says, the first thing that my students will will immediately start yelling and start saying is they'll say, quote, that's racist, unquote. They'll go, well, that's racist. That's racist. You can't see that. That's racist. And she and she says, I don't I don't know why they're saying that because it doesn't fit and it's not it's not racist what they're what they're commenting on. They're just yelling out. That's racist. That's racist. And. She has told them that, but they don't seem to listen to her, and they don't seem to care or understand. And then Dr. Jeffrey's response is, well, we have to encourage that. He goes, yeah, I get it, but I mean, we have to encourage that. We have to encourage that dialogue. We have to encourage that. The reason that those students, any student who, who immediately jumps to, that's racist, is saying that because it's being pushed on them by society. And it's being pushed on them by the liars in the media, and it's being pushed on them by people like Dr. Jeffries, who are race-hustling and doing whatever they can to seek division, not, not increase critical thought and manners and think as an individual, but increase division. That everybody should just run around now and start calling everybody a racist. You see, in in his eyes, that's the solution. That's where. That's why when he says the words, we have to resist. We have to. We have to resist. We have to be a part of the resistance. That's what that means. It means be divisive, name call, put people down, stand up for yourself in an illogical way, call everything a racist. If a stool in the corner of a room is white, that stool is racist. If a dog walks down the street, and this has actually been on the news, if you're an owner of a white dog, then you're racist. It's dumb stuff like that that he's encouraging continues to exist. That he's just encouraging. He's encouraging that that continues to exist. And it's ridiculous. And the reason that those three young teachers who were asking those questions, which were stupid, just dumb questions, is because they're having a hard time picking up mercury with a fork. They're having a very difficult time trying to pick up something that's invisible. I think he even used the word invisible in his presentation, or the, or the woman in part one brought up the word invisible. We, we, oh, it was. Yeah, it was in part one. She said, well, Robin DiAngelo said that, you know, some of this is invisible. You know, this inherent racism is invisible. It's invisible because it's not real and it doesn't exist. That's why it's invisible. So it's that kind of stuff 
where, where they don't seem to understand that it's they themselves that are creating the problem by perpetuating something that isn't real and that doesn't exist. Now, I just wanted to get that out of the way. As far as this goes, I just wanted to make a couple of mentions here and then play a short little video for you. The website which I've referenced before, nomasksforkids.com, has a couple more posts and I want to read them because they're very, very telling. As I've said in the past, that it's very easy for a parent to get online and complain about the ill effects of their child as a result of wearing masks, but hey parent, who's making them wear the mask? Who's making them wear the mask? Is it you? I think it's you. So here's the first post, and it's titled, Masks are unnecessary and are hurting our children! Exclamation point. Six-year-old healthy girl has been complaining of headache several days per week for the last couple months, high fevers for over a week, and found to have pneumonia that kept her out of school for two weeks. Now fearful of returning to school because of masks, and has also lost interest in sporting activities because of the mask wearing. It needs to stop. Six-year-old female from Wisconsin. If this is a parent texting this or typing this out and putting this on this website, parent, you are the problem. You're the problem. Your child just had pneumonia and was in and was hospitalized and then out of commission for two weeks, and you're going to send them back to school, to the very environment that put them in the hospital in the first place? What is wrong with you? Stop typing on this website, and the only thing that you should be typing is calverteducation.com. Type that into your computer and see what pops up. It's homeschooling. It's online virtual homeschooling, and it's fantastic. Had a wonderful guest on the podcast who described it to a T, and it's perfect. Why would you send them back? They're being abused. And they're being abused by people who are also being abused. That's the cycle of abuse, and you're willfully now passing it on to your child. This next post. This comes from Liverpool, New York, age 11. Quote, our school district's COVID plan was three days remote learning and two days in-person learning. On the days my child goes into school, he complains of headaches after getting off the bus. Because they have to wear them on the bus, of course. Continuing, quote, I could choose not to send him on in-person days, but then his mental health will be affected. He is a very social kid and needs to be around other kids. So I have to choose between his physical health and his mental health. Right now, I'm choosing to take care of his mental health, but we'll have to see if the headaches remain an issue, and then I don't know what I'll do. Good Lord. This is a parent who can't parent. That's what a lot of these posts on this website are really showing, is how ill-prepared parents are to be parents. And that part is really sad. You're not picking between his physical and mental health because they're all one and the same. You're basically trying to come to grips with the fact that you're allowing the abuse of your child to happen 
two days out of the week, and he's coming home and complaining about his health issues. He's a very social kid. He needs to be around other kids. What kind of students or people are at your, are at your child's school? Are these the ones that you want him around for the rest of his life? You can socialize your children doing a thousand things outside of the home that don't involve school. There's Taekwondo. I bet, I mean, find one where they don't have to wear masks. I understand it's getting difficult, in particular in New York State. But there are other things to do. Spend time with your children. Go for walks. Go fishing. There are other things that can be done instead of relying on government to socialize your child. Because when that happens, they will socialize them right into criminality without strong-headed parents and any, any guidance whatsoever. This is directly contributing, the mask wearing is directly contributing not just to the physical negative health of all human beings, but it's the mental and emotional health as well. And the people who are pushing the masks on people, they know that. And they're doing it on purpose. The Fauci's, the Burks's, the New World Orders, the Bill Gates's, the uh, Klaus Schwab's, all of them. They're all doing it on purpose. The governors. They're all doing it on purpose. This is a giant on purpose. This is not some accident. Oh, a virus. Oh, well, mask. Well, we got to, uh, uh. No, it's all a planned on purpose. Now, I'm going to play this video from this doctor. I don't know if he's an actual med. I think he's a medical doctor. He certainly is a doctor. But he was at the forefront of this a year ago, yelling about how ridiculous all of this is, in particular in April of last year when he was screaming about the masks. So this is just from roughly a week ago. And uh, here's his little testimony of some things that have happened to some of his patients and relatives of his patients. And uh, give this a listen and catch you on the next episode. And the link to this video will be in the description below, I promise. So if you want to go and check it out and check out some of the other videos that are on his site, uh, definitely do it. It's Dr. Eric Naputi. I hope you're having a great day today. I'm going to tell you something. I just got off the phone with, uh, I'm just so blown away by this. I, I, I've seen this already so much, it's not even funny. And I need you to understand that the system is set up to kill people right now. There, there's, I just got off the phone with, with, with a patient of mine. Her grandson, her daughter, and the pediatrician that takes care of this kid. It's a four-year-old little boy that got rushed to the emergency room last night because he was having shortness of breath, wheezy, and cough. Guess what he has? This four-year-old has a bacterial infection in his lungs because of prolonged mask use. He's four. He's four years old, and this kid almost died because of this stupid-ass, ignorant, 
restrictions that there's no science behind. And the reason why there's no science behind it is because wearing these masks, especially for children on a prolonged uh, exposure, can hurt you. We're seeing these reports happening all over the country. And by the way, the pediatrician confirmed it. So did they at the emergency room. This four-year-old got an, an ex overexposure to bacteria because we breathe negative bad bacteria. Toxins come out of our body, out of our mouth, out of our skin, out of our bowels and out of our out of our urine that's how we detox our body we've got to get the bad stuff out it comes out of our breath guess what this four-year-old had a bacterial respiratory infection and almost died they thought that this kid wasn't going to make it thank god the hospitals were able to help him but i wonder how many people right now are having these symptoms of bacterial respiratory infections and they think it's covid and they're they're going to the hospitals and getting put, hooked up on on ivs and all this other kind of stuff that's going on this is unbelievable four-year-old this grandmother this lady called me i've known her for over a decade she says dr eric you're not going to believe this i've got my daughter and the pediatrician on the phone with me right now my grandson almost died last night because he got a viral uh, sorry a bacterial infection from wearing his mask too much this is not okay. This has got to stop. We have we have gone too far. People are dying unnecessarily. People shouldn't be dying anyway. But they're not dying from COVID. They're dying from the side effects that the idiots that are in charge, who shouldn't be in charge, are killing our kids, killing our adults, and killing each other. You guys, the people, between 40,000 and 60,000 Americans died in nursing homes because idiots like the governor of New York and other idiots idiot governors mandated that the nursing homes take positive COVID patients back inside. And by the way, they didn't even look at the research and data that shows that if zinc and D are low in patients that are in nursing homes, that they have almost a 40 to 50% chance of dying from any type of disease, including respiratory viruses. The, new, the information has been out there, but has been suppressed on purpose. Why? To kill people, because when people die, it scares the hell out of people, and it helps push a narrative of fear and control. This has got to end. How many more people are going to have to die? How many more kids are going to end up in the hospital? How many more kids are scared to death? I just talked to a 16-year-old kid yesterday who's scared to death that he's going to die from COVID, doesn't have any symptoms whatsoever, but is scared to death because every time he coughs or sneezes or whatever, he thinks he's going to die because that's what he's seen on social media. This is stupid. This is ignorant. This I just cannot believe that this is happening. This is like the world's worst dream that's ever been around. Well, let me tell you something. It's time for us to wake up from this nightmare. It's time for us to step up. Step up and stand up. Doctors, doctors, I am imploring you. Please tell your patients the truth. Tell your patients the reasons why you don't wear a mask all the time during flu and cold season is because a mask does not stop the spread of a virus. And why we wear them, why we're in the surgical rooms is so we don't spit into an open wound. That's the reason why we don't wear them to try to stop the spread of viruses and bacteria. We're wearing them so we don't spit in someone else's wound that's open. Like, and by the way, there's not been a vaccine that's been created that can actually stop an RNA virus, and there won't be. And by the way, the criteria for a successful vaccine, if you'd wake up and please see what's happening, is not to stop the spread. It's not to stop infection rates. It's not to stop hospitalizations or deaths. It is to stop the spread, sorry, to slow the infection rate. That's what it's, or not the infection rate, the, the risk of symptoms. That's it. What is the point? 
Stop it. There's more of us than there are of them. Please understand that there is now a time that we have got to wake up. Take these masks off your children. Take this mask off yourself. Get some air. Breathe some quality. Smile at people. It, it's, it comes back to you. Four-year-old little boy, St. Louis, Missouri, almost died yesterday. His grandmother and mother took him to the emergency room. The pediatrician said, you have a respiratory bacterial infection because of overexposure and over-prolonged use of a mask. And he's wearing a cough mask, the ones that you see everywhere, all over the place. Please, for the love of God, download this video. Share this video all over social media. Download it and share it to your friends text it go do a watch party later because people need to see what's really happening and the guy who supposedly wants to become the president wants to mandate masks for 90 days how many respiratory infections are we going to have how many children are going to die how many immunocompromised people are going to die because of that it is beyond out of control it is time to push back and you push back with knowledge wisdom and actions Enough is enough. Take off the mask. Get yourself some zinc. Get yourself some D. Get yourself some sunshine. Eat some quality food. Get your body to the right, to the right weight that it can be at. And you don't have anything to fear. COVID-19 is a self-limiting disease in 99.97% of the world. Believe it. I love and appreciate y'all. Have a blessed day, Dr. Eric Naputi. Till we talk again. Thank you for listening to American Education FM. Don't forget to check out AmericanEducationFM.com where you can make a small donation or even email us and be a guest on the podcast. Until next time, never stop learning, never stop reading, and never stop unlearning. Thanks for listening, and God bless.